Entrepreneur on Fire 509. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. Hate losing your place while reading? Audiobooks.com has patented technology that lets you switch between devices without ever losing your place. Woo! And guess what? You can get your first book for free today. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. Fire Nation. FreshBooks is a simple online accounting solution built for small business owners just like you. Try FreshBooks for free for 60 days. Visit getfreshbooks.com and enter fire in the how did you hear about us section. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Amanda Abea. Amanda, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely, let's do this. Yes. Featured on Forbes and the Huffington Post, Amanda is a certified life coach and author of the Amazon best-selling book, Make Money Your Honey. She's been helping millennials create better relationships with work and money since 2010 with workshops, coaching programs, and of course, blogging. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Amanda, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Great. Well, um, long story short, uh, first and foremost, I am a millennial who graduated into a really crappy economy and I couldn't find a job. So what I did is I took it to the internet and I started blogging and I tried to find ways to make money on my own and teach other people how to do that as well. Uh, With time, I actually ended up at a job where I was recruiting I was an external recruiter for a small agency, and we specialized in college grad placements within Fortune 500 companies. So I spent a lot of time interviewing candidates for jobs, and we'd coach them on the interviews, and we'd basically consult them on, on the next direction in their career. And in my most recent history, um, I was finally able to build up my online business to a point where I was able to quit my full-time job. I think I handed in my resignation about seven months ago, actually. (laughs) So yeah, so now I'm a full-time certified life coach. I'm a writer. I'm a speaker. I write personal finance articles probably all over the place. Um, And I love it. I get to wake up every morning and I help online entrepreneurs with having better relationships with work and money. So Amanda, you are an inspiration to Fire Nation. You have broken away from the corporation. You've broken away and created a life that you can form around what you're passionate about, what you enjoy doing. And I have to commend you for that. And before we continue, for those in Fire Nation, including myself, who are hearing all these different terminologies thrown around, Generation X, Millennials, break it down for us. What's a Millennial? Okay, well, um, it's actually up for debate. Some people say the millennial generation, it's people like starting in 1979 all the way through mid-90s. Others say it's people born in the 80s. Um, Others say it's like 85 to 95. So there's actually some speculation as to exactly what a millennial is. But I can tell you um, traits that the millennial generation has. Um, we grew up in the age of technology. We can work social media like it's our day job. Um, <laughs> and for some of us, it is. 
Right. We pick up technology very easily. We are the most educated generation to date. Most of, I think it's the most college degrees we've ever had, actually. Uh, there are a lot of us. I think it's to a point where we outnumber, I don't know if we outnumber baby boomers, but I know there are millions of us. <laughs> um, and I can tell you about some of the shared struggles that we all face. I mean, we all came of age um, during a crappy economy. And actually, when I started blogging and working online, um, there was a lot of stuff out there. You know, it's the same year that that infamous New York Times article came out, the what is it about 20-somethings. So all the stereotypes are that we're like entitled and we quit jobs really easily. Um, and in reality, it's, it's not that we're entitled. It's not that we want to uh, quit easily. It's not that we're quitters. Uh, it's not that we're not satisfied with anything. I just think this particular generation, you know, number one, we were dealt kind of a crappy hand everything we'd been told since we were growing up kind of went up in smoke number two we are extremely entrepreneurial extremely um and number two we really want to make a difference in this life and we are finding a lot of times what i'm finding with my clients anyway is that sometimes um their values as millennials may not necessarily be lining up with the same values they're getting at a corporate job I love that description. I am a little personally more into your prior one, which was the 1979 time range, because that's actually the year that I was born. So then I get to sneak into this millennial <laughs> group just barely. I was born in December of 1979. So I was basically an 80s child, but just at the end of the 70s, 1979. So I'm going to consider myself a millennial because I love what you described. I graduated in 2002 right at the dot-com burst, so I was dealt that crappy hand. Luckily for myself, I was an officer in the U.S. Army. I was commissioned the day I graduated, so I was kind of like to my friends, ha-ha, I have a job as an officer in the U.S. Army, and then the joke was on me six months later when I got sent to Iraq for 13 months. Wow. But, <laughs> but well, then, thank you for doing that for us. Oh, yeah. well, I appreciate Amanda, your appreciation. And then four years later in 2006, I'm like, okay, I'm finally a civilian. Like, I know that the economy is going to rebound. And for the first time, I was going on and trying to find my job. And then 2007 and 2008 happened. And we all know what was going on there. So right, yeah. I definitely resonate with millennials. I love the fact that you said 1979 till the mid 90s. So I'm going to call myself a millennial from <laughs> this point forward. And if anybody gives me any crap about it, I'm going to say, here's Amanda Abea's personal self phone number. Give her a call. <laughs> well, you know what, John, we would be lucky to have you within our generation because <laughs> you've done a lot and you inspire a lot of millennials. A lot of my readers follow this podcast. So you're doing a lot for the millennials. Well, I'm one of you. I love it. So Amanda, let's transition now into a success quote because we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. There is this mantra I kind of use for myself. I kind of made it up. I didn't get it from anywhere though I'm sure someone else out there has probably said the same thing and for me is there is no such thing as certainty and it sounds really scary at first because we're like oh crap we don't have control over anything but when you really get it it's probably the most liberating thing you could possibly think of because all of a sudden risk doesn't seem so bad anymore and I think it was uh, Benjamin Franklin who said like the only two certainties in life are death and taxes right <laughs> right, exactly. And once you really understand that, you know, once once I got that, quitting my job to go into business for myself became easy. 
Love that, Amanda. And that's really going to set the tone for us for the rest of this interview because we're really going to be focusing on your journey, Amanda. And as a millennial, you don't have as long of a journey as a lot of my other guests who are in their 40s, 50s, 60s. Heck, I've had a couple guests in their 80s, and I love those, the journeys they have there. I should make a part one, two, and three. But Amanda, your journey has been short but powerful. So we're going to focus on those points of it. So Take us down to the ground level of a time that you failed. Tell us that story, Amanda. I want to be there with you when you failed. And then tell us the lessons you learned. Hmm, well, not being able to find a job for six months was pretty crappy, but that ended <laughs> up being <laughs> but that actually ended up being probably the best thing that ever happened to me because that's what got me thinking about online entrepreneurship and, and working for myself and just starting to see work and money a lot differently than than what society had kind of told us. Um, but in terms of like a very specific failure, I thought about this question and I'm going to use an example that I think can relate to a lot of people and something I've seen with many of my colleagues and clients. Um, so like, I think a year after I started my blog, it was called grad meets world back then, by the way. Um, I think a year afterward, I tried to like launch this ebook and I basically just put together like the best blog posts from that year. I hadn't expected it to get as successful as it did within the first year. So I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I can make some money off of this. Not knowing anything about marketing, not knowing anything about how to position products, not knowing anything about sales. I just tried to put this thing together. And I think I tried to sell it for some like ridiculous price that I saw on an internet marketer's page or something like that. And it totally flopped. It failed. Like there, I don't think I sold any of them. I like to say that story because that is kind of what started getting the wheels in motion in terms of learning how to marry what I want to do and what I'm passionate about with what my clients actually need. So Amanda, what was that dollar amount that you chose? Oh my gosh, I think it was somewhere in the 20s. I can't even remember exactly what it was. <laughs> for an ebook. So yeah, might have been a little bit high, but the yeah. lessons learned there are powerful. And so boil it down for us. Share with Fire Nation right now one takeaway that we can apply in our journeys that you learned from that period. Number one, roll with the punches. There are going to be product failures. There are going to be service failures. It does not mean it's the end of your business. In my case, I launched an Amazon bestseller in January, and I had an ebook that flopped three years ago. So, I mean, it doesn't really mean anything. All it really means is, you know, you got to look at how you are doing things. And a lot of times it's just a matter of learning a skill you don't have yet. Love that, Amanda. And let's take this now, this energy, this fire that we're creating, that we've set ablaze, and go to the other end of the spectrum. Because you've talked about a failure, the time that your ebook flopped, and the reasons why we think it might have, and the fact that it's not a reality forever. You've come back, and now you're an Amazon bestseller. But now let's talk about an aha moment. Let's talk about a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. And again, Amanda, take us there with you, down to the ground level. Tell us that story. We want to experience that aha moment with you. And then really walk us through the steps that you took to turn that into success. Wow. Well, my biggest aha moment, I think, came um, at a moment of desperation and burnout, trying to do everything by myself for a couple of years and trying to build this business and not really knowing anything about my own business, despite the fact that I worked in small business. So one major aha I had was I'd seen myself as an administrator for such a long time that I didn't realize that I was learning valuable uh, sales skills at my job recruiting. 
once I realized that, I was like, wait, why don't I just apply this stuff into my own business? And things started to pick up. And the second aha moment, which I had at the same time, was that it was okay to invest in myself. Let's really talk about that, investing in yourself, Amanda, because for me, I love telling the story of when I first started because, wow, did I make some mistakes. But a couple really important things that I did right was, number one, I joined a mastermind. But number two, I got a mentor, somebody in my industry, somebody in my niche that was not cheap. I had to invest in myself. It was $1,000 a month. But hey, this was for Jamie Tardy. She was a successful podcaster, the eventual millionaire. For years, she was doing right, keynote yeah. speeches around the world. And I was willing to pay for that guidance, for that mentorship. And that propelled me into the levels that I'm at now at a much, much quicker pace. And I cannot be more thankful that I chose that route. So you said that you invested in yourself. Let's get specific. Well, I was very fortunate that at my day job, my boss was essentially my mentor. I mean, I worked in recruiting and now I coach people. So it was it was a lot of similarities and I was learning a lot of skills on the job. But it got to a point where you can't take it to the next level unless you understand that it's okay to spend money on it. And most people who go into entrepreneurship learn very quickly that you pretty much have to spend money to make it. (laughs) Um, I think that's a lesson we all have to learn. So once I realized, okay, I, I have value in my business. This is the year I'm quitting. This is the year I'm going into business for myself full time. Um, I looked up a coach who I knew had helped some of my other colleagues. And I did not even hesitate at that point to just like, I was like, where do I sign the check? Like <laughs> for like the biggest package that she had, where do I sign the check? <laughs> you know, it wasn't even like once I had that moment where it's okay to spend money on this, it's going to get you to the next level you want this so badly, do it. And and I'm glad I did. I mean, now I make more money than I did in my regular job. And Amanda, I think that's such a valuable lesson on so many levels. And for me, I was in that exact same mentality. When I went to Jamie Tardy, she could have quoted pretty much any price she wanted to. And I would have written that check because I knew the value was there. And now for me, I actually mentor four podcasters at a time on an ongoing monthly basis. And when they come to me, it's never, John, how much is it going to cost for me to be mentored by you? It's always, John, can I get in your wait list? When can we start? Like they don't even care. Like it's $2,000 a month to be mentored by me. And that's four. 20-minute phone calls a week and reasonable email access. So it's not like I become your best friend, but they know that that time is invaluable and the people that I end up taking on are willing to make that investment and are able to. But that's not always the case, Amanda. And I kind of want to touch upon that right now. Not everybody's in a position that they can make these large investments in themselves. So I want you to be thinking over the next 30 seconds as I share a couple ideas with Fire Nation of a couple ways that our listeners can invest in themselves on much smaller levels, but still have great results. And for me, what I want to share is go to Facebook, go to LinkedIn. There's amazing groups there that you can join for free that you'll immediately be surrounded by people in your niche, in your industry, like-minded entrepreneurs. There's your mastermind. Go to your meetup.com page in your local area and see where people are actually gathering in person and go to those free meetups. Here in San Diego, we have a ton. We have Comerge. We have other companies like that that downtown sponsor free get-togethers for entrepreneurs on a weekly basis. You can find these things, Fire Nation. You can get involved. You can be part of it in a very powerful way. Amanda, take it away. Well, I know one that really helps my clients and really helped me was 
people tend to think that because they're at a regular job that like the regular job and the business is totally separate. And in a lot of ways it is, but where people get caught up is they don't realize that they are most likely getting a lot of the training and a lot of the skills that they need at this regular job so that they can have a successful business. So one thing you could do is just go in there, see what it is that you can learn, soak it up like a sponge. I did that for two years when I was recruiting. I was just soaking up everything I could about small business. Um, and that that really, really helped. And then, of course, the meetups. I mean, I get together with like local masterminds once a month, and it's we literally met online. You know, and then we're like, oh, we all live in Miami. Let's get together. You know, and now we get together once a month. We've been doing it for about a year and a half. I've gotten such valuable lessons from these women. I've gotten clients from it. I've gotten referrals from it. So there's there's a lot of things you can do that don't have to cost you so much money. Amanda, what is your proudest entrepreneurial moment? I think about the third month of working for myself full time. And I saw I um, did the numbers for the month. And I realized I'd made about 2000 more in a, than I had made from regular paychecks in a month ever. From You're like, job. I can pay my rent, yo. Yeah, I could pay my rent. <laughs> I could put a thousand over here. Oh, that Ira's looking pretty nice right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, girl. And it was like, oh my gosh, I did this by myself. I have made it. I have figured out how to make more money. And I did it on my own without having to go to an office at nine o'clock, doing my schedule any way I want it. I'm putting out work into the world that I absolutely love. My clients are amazing. They're really like the light of my life. I get off of coaching calls and I am so energized. I can't even like calm down sometimes (laughs) with what they're doing. So, and it's amazing. And, you know, my mom was a really big motivator in this and she goes, I mean, in 2010, imagine, you know, I just graduated from college. I couldn't find a job. And I talk in my book about how I'm having this moment in my parents' kitchen where I'm just basically having a breakdown because I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I looked at my mom and I'm like in tears. And I'm like, I think I want to be a blogger. Like <laughs> <laughs> Most parents would have told their kids to go to law school or go to, go to medical school or get a real job or, or something like that. My mom looked at me and she said, if that's what you want to do, you figure it out because wow. there is nothing more valuable in this world than loving what you do every day. Wow, that could go right along with your best advice you've ever received in the lightning round. Exciting stuff. And Amanda, let's talk for a minute. Let's talk about the journey, the entrepreneurial journey, because man, I'm experiencing it right now. You're experiencing it right now. We both know as well as anybody that we wake up some mornings and we're just having these great days and we're on the highest of highs. And then we get that one comment on the blog or a client calls and cancels their entire membership, whatever it may be. It could be one of a million things. And then all of a sudden, we are in the depths of despair. So this roller coaster of being so, so high and so, so low can ruin some people. How do you keep it balanced? And what's your philosophy on the entrepreneurial journey? Uh, That goes back to my mantra. There's no such thing as certainty. That has absolutely helped me roll with the punches. It's helped me with like the really, really high things. And it's helped me with the really, really low things. And that doesn't mean that I don't plan goals. It doesn't mean that I don't have deadlines for myself. It doesn't mean I don't have, you know, income that I want to hit. It just means I don't get so attached to the outcome. So I can, you know, lick my wounds pretty quickly and just keep on going. Let's share with Fire Nation one thing that you do find works when you do kind of get a little sad or a little depressed or a little overwhelmed. What's something that you do? I work out like an animal. 
<laughs> I hope you're listening to Entrepreneur on Fire during that workout. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? That I'm wasn't doing? convincing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know why? You know what I'm doing lately? Um, I signed up for Blogilates, and this is the other thing that happens with entrepreneurs. Everyone thinks that we can do whatever we want, and you would think that we all work out and have healthy lifestyles, but we don't. <laughs> nope, we're like normal people. Even though we try, you know, we, we still have to work at it just like everyone else. So I've been following Blogilates and she has like calendars um, that she puts together once a month with these free YouTube videos. So I remember, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I had a tiffle with one of my editors over some stupid misunderstanding and everything got resolved. But I was so like blustered from the situation that I just like popped in one of those YouTube videos and I just went at it and I felt so much better afterward. Love it. Release those endorphins. Love that stuff, Amanda. So let's move to present times. Let's talk about today. What's going on in Amanda's world that just has you really fired up? Well, I just launched my book in January, which was really exciting. The feedback has been incredible. So what I'm doing right now is I'm collecting all this data, collecting all this feedback, seeing, you know, asking and listening to what it is that my readers and my clients and my colleagues need for me. Um, and one of the things I heard was, can you please teach us how to market a self-published book? Ooh. Can you please tell us how you did this? We saw you doing this for months. So I'm starting to put together online classes based on what it is my readers and colleagues are telling me that they need which is a total opposite of what I did with the ebook three years ago. <laughs> wow, Amanda, I've got a couple words of advice for you. A, live webinars. Once you get your stuff together and the course is ready, you can do a deep dive into it and take people inside. Start doing Google Hangouts and taking people inside of your course and sharing with them and having them ask questions live. That's what we're doing to incredible success with Podcasters Paradise. 92% of our sales for Podcasters Paradise comes on live webinars. Right. I actually recently just discovered webinars on air and I'm really liking that platform. So we'll see how it goes. Awesome. And Amanda, before we dive into the lighting round, let's thank our partners. Ah, there's nothing better than having targeted audio content at my fingertips. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and audiobooks.com, of course. If you love consuming audio content as much as I do, then you're going to love audiobooks.com. In addition to their online library that boasts over 40,000 titles, including bestsellers, new releases, and all of your business favorites like the 4-Hour Workweek, Crush It, and Utility, Audiobooks has an industry-leading book marketing technology. Sound random? Um, try downloading multiple audiobooks and listening to them simultaneously. The bookmarking technology is such a lifesaver. You'll never lose your place again, even when switching between devices. If you're looking for great audio content that you can listen to instantly from anywhere, check out audiobooks.com today. You can download audiobooks to your Apple or Android device for offline listening or stream them instantly. Check out all the great benefits of becoming a member and get your first book for free today at audiobooks.com slash fire. 
Fire Nation, it's tax time. And if you're not using FreshBooks, your life is a mess right now. Hunting for receipts, digging through invoices, going through every record one by one, the worst. FreshBooks is the simple cloud accounting solution that makes tax time a breeze. With FreshBooks, you can create professional looking invoices, capture and track expenses, get real-time business reports with just a couple of clicks. Work from anywhere with FreshBooks. Mobile apps for your phone and your tablet. The sooner you start using FreshBooks, the sooner you can start focusing on the work you love. Focus on your work, Fire Nation, not your paperwork. Right now, FreshBooks is giving Fire Nation an extended 60-day free trial to make tax time a breeze. To get started, visit GetFreshBooks.com and enter FIRE in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Visit GetFreshBooks.com and enter FIRE in the How Did You Hear About Us section when signing up. And Amanda, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning rounds, where you get to share some incredible resources and insights with Fire Nation. Does that sound like a plan? Absolutely. Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? My beliefs about money. I had all these crazy stories in my head that money had to be really difficult to make. I had other stories that if I made a lot of money, then somehow that would make me less attractive to the opposite sex. And I have that in full disclosure in my book. Like I'm like an... <laughs> open book for people to, you know, kind of encourage them to be an open book with themselves. You know, I had all these crazy stories in my head of like failure and all these things. And it all went back to just my relationship with money. I was coming at it from a very controlling place. Once I realized, hey, you know, money's just this thing that flows in and out of your life, like everything else, regardless of whether you're working for yourself or working for someone else, it became a lot easier. What is the best advice you've ever received? Start before you feel ready. When's the time you've done that? When I quit my job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I started a blog. When, oh my gosh, there's so many times I've done it. When I spoke at FinCon last year, I mean, that was the first time I'd ever spoken in front of a large group of people. Right. I'd never done that before. Um, I've done it so many times. I probably still do it every day in small ways. Amanda, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? Yeah, so I have this thing I call the Abundance Rx Ritual, and I actually shared it on my blog. I think the post is called uh, How to Believe in Abundance Without the Unicorns and Rainbows. <laughs> There's a big debate about that. We could right. go on forever, but let's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I share this ritual that I do every morning, and I literally just like, before I open my email, before um, I check my bank account, I just kind of try and put myself in the right mindset of it's not all about the money. The money that you need in order to make this happen is going to come to you. Um, you're being of service to your clients and your readers and just really get in the right mindset. And I do like three meditations, which um, anyone who shows up to that blog post can download them for free. And I just do that every morning. I just sit there with my breath in silence and just try and come from the right place before I even start working or open up anything having to do with money. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Well, I love Evernote. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love Evernote? Right. Um, I recently discovered Trello. Trello got me through my book launch. It's like a project management tool that allows you to like set deadlines and put the actual steps. And I'm a very visual person, so I have to like see it as if it's a board, which is why I like Trello. 
And then my web designer actually was using Basecamp for, for a lot of things. And I really liked Basecamp, which was also like a project management type thing where you guys could man- uh, message each other. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, Amanda, what would it be? I just read The Desire Map and it blew my mind. Like completely, utterly blew my mind because I'm an incredibly ambitious type A controlling type of personality, which is why I always have to remind myself that there's no such thing as certainty. So when I read Danielle Laporte's take on goals, even though I knew it on an intellectual level, like, yes, this should feel good, I wasn't doing it. So I like that she kind of put it not just like theoretically explained the whole thing, but also kind of gave you practical, actionable steps for it. And that's actually how I've been coming up with my to-do lists lately is um, using a lot of the tips that are within the desire map. Love Danielle Laporte. Great past guest on Entrepreneur on Fire. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And on that note, Amanda, have you made Make Money Your Honey an audiobook yet? Not yet. Girl, put that on the to-do list. That's actually a really good idea. I'm writing that down right now. ACX.com. You can sign up there. That's Audible's program to get your book into an audiobook. And I did that for my own book with Podcast Launch. Took me about an hour to record the entire book, which is obviously a lot shorter than yours. But you can hire people right on that site. You can do it yourself. That's awesome. Amazing. And I have sales every single day on Audible because my book's an audiobook, and some people just love consuming it that way. Yeah, the internet blows my mind every day. It's so exciting. (laughs) So Amanda, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I'd be doing exactly what it is I'm doing now. And I know from experience, having started this a long time ago, that it's not going to take me $500. So (laughs) I would probably end up giving a good portion of that money away to Women for Women International, which is one of my favorite charities. And essentially what they do is that they help women who are recovering. um, They are living in countries that are recovering from war and they are essentially teaching them job skills. And they sponsor women, they teach them business skills and work skills so that they can provide for their families. And a lot of these women have been like, they've lost their husbands and, you know, terrorist attacks and war and all these things. So I love that organization. So since it's not going to take me $500 to do what I do, um, I would definitely give a nice chunk of it away. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing with us that organization. Now let's get specific about what you would actually do. I'd write another book. I mean, if I don't know anyone, I'm not being interrupted. So I would definitely be writing another (laughs) book. (laughs) Your Snapchat would not be blowing up. Right. My Facebook messages wouldn't be blowing up. I wouldn't be getting any texts. I wouldn't be even getting emails. So that would be the perfect time to just write a book. (laughs) Sit down, write a book. Amanda, I have so enjoyed hearing your journey about what millennials are all about, your experience as a millennial able to being able to group me as a millennial. I love that. And let's end on a high note. Let's give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. Stop listening to the news. 
it's my favorite piece of guidance because it really does affect the way we see work and money and business. Don't pay attention to statistics. Just do what you got to do. Amanda, I haven't listened to the news in about two years. I made that fundamental shift when I launched Entrepreneur on Fire that I was going to be a producer of content, not just a consumer. Now, of course, I do consume some content. I love my podcast. I love reading great business books. But 90% of what I do is produce, not consume. Exactly. And if you must consume, I am a big fan of the skim, which is S-K-I-M-M. And it'll just send you a really quick email. They have great writers. And it's just like facts to the point. You know what you need to know, but you're not going to feel like you need to crawl under a rock. You can just figure out what's going on, move on with your day. Skim, S-K-I-M-M. I'm going to add it to the resources page. And wow, Amanda, I love that parting piece of guidance. Now share the best way that we can find you. You can find me on my website, which is amandaobeya.com. And Obeya is spelled A, B as in boy, E-L-L-A. Or you can find me on Twitter at Amanda Obeya. You can find me on Facebook, Coach Amanda Obeya. Or you can find my book on Amazon, Make Money Your Honey. Make money your honey. You see, every time Kate leaves in the morning, she just says, make money, honey. So I like I like the that, name of your book. The, that's actually the title of the last section of my book is go make <laughs> that money, honey. <laughs> Love it. Well, Amanda, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com. They can click on the podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives or just enter Amanda in the search bar, Fire Nation, and her show notes page will pop right up. And Amanda, thank you for being so, so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Fire Nation, are you ready to find out if Podcasters Paradise is right for you? Well, if you're looking for a lively community of over 350 podcasters, then I think you're going to love Paradise. We have over 100 video tutorials in our ever-evolving library of how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast, and we're adding more all the time. Plus, our forum is bustling with great advice from top-notch engagement. Visit podcastersparadise.com to claim your spot at our free podcast workshop today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. Ignite.